2-2. Grounded up the middle, shade it that way. Bregman backhands it behind second, throws to first in time, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros come from behind for a second straight day as they beat the San Francisco Giants 2-1. They make it a clean sweep of the Giants this year. Perfect 4-0 and dramatic fashion once again coming from behind. What a game. Astros go 6-2 on their West Coast trip. is another Astros podcast. Well, AJ, I'm in your office right now, and there's two bowling balls sitting right next to your desk. Uh, They're still in the boxes. They're open, so I'm just finding out. We're kindred spirits. We both love to bowl. You're into it, right? Yeah, I am. You know, uh, I left tickets last week for Chris Barnes, who's a Hall of Fame bowler from the PBA Tour, and... He returned the favor with two bowling balls that I've got to get drilled with my fingertip grip, as yeah. you know. And um, I've been I've been off and on bowling fan for for a while. I've known Chris Barnes for a long time. Was not expecting the uh, tickets to to, uh, to a game to turn into two polished brand new bowling balls. But I'll uh, maybe we'll go in the off season. So you're going to get in the league in the off season, maybe? Maybe at least a one on one league with you. Make sure that I, <laughs> I teach you a lesson or two. Okay, you got a lineup today, but I want to talk about some of the guys on the DL. Some updates. Carlos Correa has been with Corpus for a few days now. Where are we at? Well, he's back here today. Uh, he's not active, but he's back off his rehab assignment. We're anticipating him being active tomorrow, uh, which is which is great news for us. Yeah, day, day of rest today. He's smiling. He's happy. He's moving around. I think the 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 back soreness and all the issues that he's had are behind him, and and we can move forward now. I told him. Uh, I was happy that he was healthy. I'm happy that he hit a foul ball to his fiance Daniela in the in the stands, and it's great to see his smiling face in our clubhouse, and, and we'll be ready to go tomorrow. Okay, now Altuve, his double play partner, is where? His Al- Altuve's here. He's still he's still working through some things behind the scenes. He's not doing a lot of, of activity yet. I think we're going to try to test him this weekend. Okay. Um, I don't anticipate him being back this homestand, but I, I do anticipate his activity level to pick up. Um, it's been slow and steady pace. He's, he's been working hard. He was here on the off day yesterday. Um, he'll be here again today, um, but won't be active. Okay, and one more, George Springer. Uh, where's Springer at with his ligament stuff? Springer's here. Um, he, he, he's already starting to grip a bat. He's, he's, he's well on his way to, to getting back in the cage. He came in uh, my office as soon as he got here. It was nice to see his range of motion. He's, he's, he's grabbing bats. He's ready to go hit. We're trying to you know ease him off. He's not eligible to come back until the road trip. Um, so he won't do anything this homestand, but um, boy, is it nice to see him smiling and active and shaking your hand and showing you how strong he is and, and seeing the <laughs> swelling out of his hand. It's not as black and blue as it was. Um, we feel like we dodged a bullet. And you guys dodged a bullet in San Francisco with a couple of big hits, including Tyler White. Man, to, to turn around 100 miles per hour the way he did, that was huge. It was, and if you see the video, I mean, it was after 100 at your face, 100, you know, in, yeah. the, in the strike zone. He had a tough at bat there, and, and really both swings that, that won us late with late home runs um, couldn't have come at better times, obviously. And the bats before them were obviously big as well. Um, good to see Marwin Gonzalez swing the bat pretty well. Good to, good to see Tyler White and Marwin Gonzalez and some of our, um, our extra players, guys that, that don't get talked about a ton, coming up with some big hits. Uh, you know, Maldonado and Stassi both catch winners. Jake Marisnik has a very productive game um, in the field and with the bat. Um, just nice to get some contributions from some guys while the big boys are out. You know, everybody talked about the hangover, you know, coming into the season. But <clears throat> I'm thinking because you, you played an extra month last year, you have to rest your body for a month. So you get less workout time in the offseason. 
that you have to change things a little bit during the season with your workouts? Uh, well, I think most people think uh, when they think of the hangover, they think physical. I actually think it's mental. Okay. I think it's how we approach the game every day. It's how we approach spring training. It's how we answer the questions after losses, how we handle wins. Um, just the, the, the understanding that this, this game is 160, the season's 162 games. You've got to play every, every, every part of it. I don't want to talk about playoff seedings. I don't want to talk about right. divisions until you win them. Um, I think our mentality has been good. And if you allow yourself the right mentality, if you force yourself to have the right mentality, that hangover really avoids you. The physical guys, these guys can handle it. They can handle the physical work. They do adjust their, their workouts. They maybe do a little bit less in the month of November. Maybe a, maybe that helps them. Maybe it, maybe we have it all wrong all the time yeah, that you don't need right. a full offseason of workouts. Um, perhaps we have to rest them during batting practice or, or their workloads in between their outings if you're a pitcher. Uh, but the number one hangover effect is mental, and, and we've been able largely to avoid that. All right, AJ, work on your bull, and uh, it's going to be a great match. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Back with more Ashlons right after this. White hits it high in the air and deep to left field. This sends back Slater at the wall, and he'll watch it go. A two-run home run for Tyler White, and the Astros go up. Two to one. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Tyler White. Had the big blow in the Astros win uh, last game against the Giants on, on Tuesday. A two-run home run in the eighth inning off a really hard thrower in, in Ray Black. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Black pitch before but or faced him before in the minor leagues, but obviously a guy who, who throws hard. You can hit triple digits. What, what, were your, what was your mindset going into that at bat? Yeah, I've never faced him. I've never I've I've heard about him uh, from some of the guys that have played against him. But uh, yeah, I mean, he I knew he had a good arm, and I uh, went up there trying to get on a fastball, and he uh, he got the first two by me. And I mean, it was he has a an unbelievable arm, throws really hard. And after that, I just tried to uh, try to shorten up and just try to put the ball in play and give us a chance. And uh, got lucky and uh, hit it over the fence. So it was uh, it was a fun at bat, and it's always fun to face guys like that. I mean, he's like you said, it's. Uh, unbelievable arm you mentioned swinging through the first two fastballs both in the upper 90s and and trying to shorten up after that is that a lot of times the adjustment you have to make when, when you're facing a guy who throws that hard is just try to shorten up a little bit yeah you just have to uh see some pitches and uh i mean give yourself the the best chance you can and i think uh that's what i was trying to do like i said a uh the first two i was a little bit late and I had to make an adjustment, and uh, I did, and just tried to, like I said, just tried to uh, put a good swing, a nice, easy swing on a on a good pitch to hit, and uh, just it worked out. When you made contact, did you know right away it was gone? No, I seen it go up in the air to left field, and I was I was pulling for it to get over. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a good feeling when it went over. I, I think I gave a little fist pump or something, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I didn't know right away. No, I, I hit it. I hit it pretty high to left, so I wasn't sure. I just kind of tracking the ball, tracking the left fielder, and when I saw him get to the fence, I was like, come on, get over, get over. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a really good feeling seeing it go over. You know, a couple of big wins in San Francisco, both with late home runs. Of course, Marwin had the, the go-ahead three-run home run in the ninth inning in the first game of that series. And obviously a, a lineup that's been a little bit depleted with some, some injuries. Has to feel good to get some close games late like you did in, in San Francisco. Oh, for sure. I mean, everybody's playing good baseball right now. Like you said, we've got some, some of the, I mean, the biggest names out. And uh, yeah, just trying to, uh, to string together good at bats, string together uh, 
good good innings and that's what uh i mean our pitching staff's unbelievable and they're doing a great job and we're just going out there every day and trying to score score more than the other team and that's what uh, that's what we did the last couple of days with like you said some big hits and marwin's playing unbelievable baseball right now swinging the bat really well and uh yeah it's, just, it's a good 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 mini series sweep to finish off the road trip in part because of all these injuries you've seen your playing time increase you've been out there almost every day do you feel like you're getting into more of a rhythm getting better timing at the plate because of it yeah it's definitely it's it's uh it's what you want you want to play every day and that's the that's the goal of everyone and <clears throat> i think that uh yeah i'm just trying to take advantage of uh take advantage of the opportunity and go out there and play good baseball that's why i want to help this team win in any way possible and uh that's what i'm trying to do right now you got to face a fellow North Carolina native in Madison Bumgarner in that game on Tuesday. One of the game's best. Maybe he doesn't throw quite as hard as he once did, but but still very good. What what makes him so tough to face? Uh, he kind of has that weird like delivery, kind of like a, a sale type, where he mm-hmm. he throws the ball from like the other batter's box, the left-handed batter's box, and it comes across. So I mean, yeah, he's uh, I mean he's been doing it for a long time, and he's been an elite elite guy for a long time. And yeah, he is. He's close to me, probably 30, 45 minutes. Uh, way and uh, I watched him pitch a little bit in high school and stuff, and it was uh, it's it was cool to it's cool to get to face him. I think that was uh, I faced him last year in a rehab start, and mm. but yeah, it was cool to get to face him at the big stage. And uh, yeah, he uh, he got the best of me, but I did I, I squeaked a hit in off of him there in the in my third at bat, so that was cool. And yeah, I mean it was uh, it was fun. He he definitely has good stuff. He spots it up well, and it was uh, it was a good time getting to face him. You mentioned seeing him in high school. Did you ever? Uh, get to face him in high school or cross paths with him anywhere else? No, I think he was a senior my freshman or sophomore mm-hmm. year. So, but we never played them. They were a four A school. He actually uh, pitched in the Easter tournament, which was close by. So, like the 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 school in our conference, that's the the best team, and then the their team was playing. So, mm-hmm. me and my dad drove out and watched the game, and actually uh, the. The team that's the two A school beat Bumgarner's team. Wow! Walk off home run off Bumgarner, which was it was it was crazy to watch. But yeah, it was uh, probably the only game he lost in high school. And it, like you said, I think the two pitchers are the only people that had hits up until that point. And some some guy hit a walk off homer off Bumgarner, which was it was crazy. Tyler White, thanks for joining us. Congrats on your big hit the other day. Uh-huh, thank you. Astros fans, Lauren Blackwell up in the radio booth with your broadcast team, Steve Sparks and Robert Ford. Guys, welcome home. The Astros are 31 games above 500. Regardless of tonight's outcome, Robert, they will own the best record after 116 games in franchise history. What does that say about this team that they're playing so well without guys like Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, and George Springer, among others, as of recent? Well, I think it speaks to a couple of things. One, the fact that the Astros have great starting pitching and great bullpen as well. So when you, you're able to hold the other team down offensively, that makes a big difference. And I think it also speaks to the depth. I mean, we've seen guys step up. Marvin Gonzalez played very well on the road trip. Tyler White coming up with a big home run that last game in San Francisco. So you're seeing other guys start to step up. Tony Kemp has done a really nice job as well, getting more playing time. And that's what good teams do because you're always going to have injuries. It's how you weather those injuries that really determine how you're going to do over the course of a season. Sparky Robert touched a little bit upon the bullpen. Let's talk Mm. about them. They haven't allowed a run in their last nine games. In 24 and a third, they've struck out 35 guys, allowing only six hits. Who have you been most impressed with so far, and where do you attribute their success? Well, we've seen it all year long with Colin McHugh and how excellent he's been, and he's kind of graduated into the, the late-inning reliever type of pitcher, and he's he's clamped that down. Hector Rondon's been fantastic all year, and he's locked down the ninth inning now for the Astros. So they've really gotten things solidified. And 
up and down, and you're talking about how, how many innings they've pitched without giving up a run. That's a tribute, a tribute to all of them. So uh, Ryan Presley, a new acquisition for the team. We've seen him a few times now, and he's been wicked against both righties and lefties. Great breaking pitches. His curve and slider among the best in baseball. We talked about the rotation so early into the season. It's fun getting to watch the guys in the bullpen sure. have you know an equal amount of they success. They deserve it, yeah. <laughs> you know what? This, this team as a, as a whole pitching staff has been fantastic this year. And uh, like you said at the opening, it's a big reason why this team has had the best start in their franchise history. All right, fans, make sure you tune in pre- and post-game each and every Astros game. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford, Sports Talk 790 AM or on FM at 94.5 HD2.